Oh, oh, okay. oh. I, I thought yeah. something went wrong. <laughs> yeah, he kind of kind of gave us the brethren. Oh, my God, I can't hear. Brethren, brethren no, good morrow. Good ex- morrow, brethren. Just excited about your I, uh, Dude, I, your love, I love texting you and calling you and saying, brother in Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so fun. Because Peyton... Our, our, my daughter, our daughter, not me and Nate's, but like, oh, that got awkward. But like my wife and I, there it is. Our daughter, uh, she always says, you know, her friend is my, she's my sister, and I'm like, no, no, she's not, and she's like, in Christ, and I'm like, okay, you oh, know, like, fair enough. That's a move. Gotcha, I guess. Dad. Yeah, got gotcha. you, got you, buddy. And I'm like, oh, okay, you got me. So this uh, week, uh, we've got John's perspective yeah on samson yeah for sure um did you so did you have a good week yeah man always have a good week who doesn't have a good week did you have a good week i had a busy week it was a good week though right it's always a good week busy busy busy. is good it helps time by riding bikes i think i think uh i think not busy is good sometimes but yes i think boredom is a problem idleness yeah yeah dude i i like had this uh so i've had this uh motorcycle for call it motor i hate saying motorcycle because people think like chubby harley dude uh that's a sports bike yeah it's definitely a sports bike so i have a yami r it's only a six though but like i've been i feel like people are always the 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 words people tell me is like i would die on that thing and that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, people say that like all, and I'm like, uh, I don't have a death wish. Every time I get on that bike, I can't ride that. Um, I think yeah. you could though. I, uh, well, I, yeah, I, I, I truly I, believe that well, all of us would be sensible. Like, there's times for play, yeah, but there is also right. time that like you you get so. I, I mean, it's crazy because. Yeah, but I've pushed the limits, man. Just like with anything else. Yeah. Like, that's why I have to go free diving this always is, with somebody because I, I, I push the limits. I'm I, like, hey, I'm going to stay down for three and a half or four minutes this time around, and I'm going to go deeper. And my brother will just look at me. It's my dive buddy. He'll be like, dude, I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's like, like your sensible boy. Yeah. But I'm um, like the sensible guy in the pack. Like, while we're riding, I'm like, what's cool is the group that I ride with, they're, they're all... When we stop somewhere, they we do like a rider like check in, like, hey, we're going up eighty and we're gonna meet at this lake or we're gonna meet at this place. Cause like some dudes are just a lot more experienced on a bike, so they're just better at riding. True. Or they have radar on their <laughs> radar detectors on their bike or jammers on their bike. Nice. And then there's like people like myself uh business owner dad uh, you know like a husband like i I want to come home i want to come home on my bike yeah um but yeah there is time to play um but you have a story yeah yeah yeah. so i i was just i well one was like this week was like when you asked how my week was yeah we did a lot of riding this week but like it kind of like was my almost like an aha moment where i'm comfortable now on the bike nice like i have I think there's it's a important. there's a there's a godly piece to it. Um, you know, Tommy always says you can't be afraid, you can't fear. So there's like, I feel like when people get on motorcycles or don't get on motorcycles because they're afraid that, you know, whatever. I, I think, I 
I think it's hard to take the God portion out of it. Like, I believe that God has more things for me. And we're going to talk about that today. And I believe God has more things for me to do. And and that's why, like, I could play around. But I also don't play around to the point where I'm testing God. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Which is important, I think. Yeah. But there's, like, a safety aspect that some riders in our, pa- our group don't have. I would say probably 95% of the riders in our group don't have because they, they don't have God as like their backup plan. Like Mm -hmm. I always pray like it, I pray when when I'm on the bike before I get on the bike, just because it is fun and you do get caught up in the moment and you do get caught up on like, there's a cop and we gotta go. (laughs) You know what I mean? So like there's those things and I'm not saying run from cops. Don't, don't run from cops. But I'm just saying, if they're going the other way, they have time to turn around. And if they can't find you after that, that's not a problem. Nice. That's not their problem. Or that's not your problem. Anywho, don't run from cops. But yeah, so that like kind of ties in for today's focus of, I want to focus on um, Samson's like misleading himself. And then uh, like we talked about last week with Matt. Uh, his his strength and what he actually had. And then, you know, like how does our bad situations fulfill his purpose? So like God took Samson and, you know, has had Samson's mom bear him as a child with the promise that they were going to raise him as a Nazarite to beat the Philistines. And that was his purpose. And he gave him the strength to do it. He gave him the know-how to do it. And yet Samson like kind of kept wavering and kept using these, like having these like terrible times where like he's, you know, sleeping with a prostitute and he's trying to marry one of these, one of his enemies. And there's a thousand dudes trying to beat him up. And then his father-in-law, you know, gives his wife away. Like there's always these like quick downfalls. And then, but God had a plan the whole time. Hmm. And there was, there was a plan and, you know, God knows before you were even born, when the world was made, what I was going to be, where I'm going to die, what I was going to be and, and how he was going to use me for his, um, you know, his kingdom. So, uh, you know, a few years back, I, um, in the military, I had, I was struggling with, uh, some mental health issues and, uh, I'm sure we'll get into that someday you know, in the future, uh, when we hit my little testimony up, when we start doing testimonies. Um, but yeah, so I look at this mental health thing and when I first like started, I start, it it literally happened overnight and I've talked to many guys that had this issue and they all say the same thing. It literally happened like a light switch. It just like came onto them. They didn't know what was going on. They thought they were dying. Um, they were just having like all this craziness happen like overnight basically. Um, but I look at it as a, just one of these, like one of almost like a Samson's fight, uh, to gain his life back. And I look at it like God's using this struggle that I'm in right now to teach me how to be a better counselor to, you know, the lost around me when they say, oh, well, you know, you, how, how are you getting through this? Like, I hear that a lot. I hear like, how do you get through this? Or you're a Christian, so maybe you're not experiencing these things when you've already been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there, there's that. And 
yeah, like having the experience, I guess having this, this, this span of experience is like just God's, it's almost like a gift. It's almost like last week. It's almost like a strength in a weird way that, (laughs) that, um, I'm going through this, just this, this little hiccup in life and learning how to deal with it and use God, um, use God's grace and use God's strength to uh, get me through the harder days or the the easier days or whatever, or to be a counselor for somebody else. Um, so yeah, I just look at it like, um, it's gonna, it's, it's a plan. It's his plan. Um, just like he had a plan for Samson to beat the Philistines and put him through, you know, allowed him to go through all these, these hard struggles to actually get to the pillars as, as I like to look at it. Um, yeah. So again, I think where I'm at now is just giving me, you know, a, it's like going to college for counseling without going to college for counseling. Yeah. Cause I've had plenty of people, uh, come up to me <clears throat> more recently. Uh, some guys have come up to me with the same issues and they just say like, basically where, you know, where do you find your strength or are you going to counseling or do you have, you know, are you taking medicine? And, and I say, you know, like I had a guy ask me, how do, how do I keep going? And I was like, well, there's really only one answer and that's because of God. So I look at it like it's, it's just, it's a good, it's an outlet because the other thing is I was getting so hyper-focused on myself and things from the outside that I feel like God needed to give me. And that's another Samson thing, right? God needed to give me a struggle to like come back to me. That's, that's kind of how I feel like it. And mental, our, mental health was kind of, yeah, your, yeah. Your that's, struggle. that's, uh, yeah, I could physically cool. I was fine. Uh, you know, emotionally I was fine. Spiritually I was terrible and you know, mentally I was fine. So like he had to take one of those things away from me for me to go to him. And just like Samson did, you know, he took away his sight and then took away his strength and just said, you know, if you give me one more, you know, one more last hurrah, I'm going to knock this building over on these guys. So, yeah, I I think so last week, you know, Matt discussed, uh, you know, when he's uh, reading God's word, he's reading through judges and and the story of Samson, he kind of discussed and focused on our spiritual gifts and uh you know when you read judges and you're talking about uh, or learning about samson i should say and really studying his life your perspective entirely different and stuff that you pulled out and you gleaned uh from the life of samson uh it just it speaks volumes to me of like why we need to be in the word as christians as much as we can because that's how god speaks to us he speaks to us through his word uh and your perspective completely the antithesis the opposite yeah. in so many ways of what matt was talking about you're you know going through this struggle you're able to like read about samson's life and immediately like your your interpretations and, yeah. and stuff that you're pulling away is completely different which is why i love this new uh kind of format that we have yeah, in, we're... This, in this podcast but um mental health right now john like is through the roof, uh, people struggling psychologically. Um, it's the numbers, you know, you can, you guys can look it up. Listeners can look it up, but at definitely at an all time high in this country, uh, maybe even the world. 
um, you know, where we, in a time where we should be super well connected uh, to everybody through technology, we're actually super far away because we're depending on technology and we're missing out on those face-to-face interactions with people um, on a daily basis uh, and just connecting with others. So your mental health struggle, I think, will probably speak a lot uh, to to potentially to listeners out there. Yeah. Um, And really just God pulling you along um, of of the struggle. But I think think what's important and what I want people to understand is it's it's not a – it's it's not as much a struggle anymore once you focus on God. Mm. It's it's a strength because not only does it allow me to like kind of hone in a little bit more on his word and and listen a little bit more and research myself a little bit more, but it also I I I want to have these conversations with other guys that have the same situation, so it allows me to talk about God a little bit more. Uh, to them and when you know if we had if I everything was good with me we probably wouldn't have that conversation on my front porch Um, and then the other thing would be it it slowed me down it slowed me down in life and really helped me focus on what matters Um, because it was just getting to a point where I had like 50,000 things going on and I felt like I could do them all myself and in reality now I have like my morning time uh, not today because I woke up pretty late. But uh, um, <laughs> we I have my morning. Yeah, I have my morning time, and my morning time is just like, you know, God, where are we going today? So you you just said a minute ago that you're, you're <clears throat> I guess, going through the mental health stuff. It used to be a struggle. Now it's a strength. Man, we when you said that, I couldn't help. Call, obviously, we're discussing Samson, right? What was his struggle towards the end of Samson uh, chapter sixteen? His struggle was. He told Delilah what his he believed his strength was, cut his hair. They took his eyes away. When he was at his weakness, his weakest point that Samson's ever been in this story, to the point to where the Philistines no longer viewed him as a threat. If you read the, towards the end of 16, because he's blind, he talks to one of the people and says, hey, take me to the pillar so that I can, I can feel where they are. They didn't view him as a, a threat anymore because he's blind and he's weak. But they, his struggle of you know, lack of strength and being blind was his strength in this case. They thought he was so weak. They put him in the the one position where they're the most vulnerable and he could kill them all. So God uses his weakness as his greatest strength that, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. even when you're at your weakest point and you're no longer, you know, viewed as like someone that's going to be useful or a threat or whatever the case is, plug in whatever it is going on. That's when God can use you to do your greatest thing. In that case, he killed more people in his death in his life. Like, yeah. even when you view yourself as the weakest version of yourself, God can still change everything. Yeah. And not to go on some kind of weird tangent, but when you, <clears throat> when you're as, uh, I don't know if it's forward or as like, I, I'm, I'm a doer, right? I'm a fixer. So when, when this all started happening, I, I just read as much as I could about it, like how are dudes fixing it, uh, holistically, like I don't take medicine. If you, if anybody's wondering, uh, I mean, it works for some people, let it, let it ride for you if that's what's going on. Um, but so this, this, this part is probably twofold, right? Some people are like, give it all to God and he'll take your anxieties away. Actually it's, I had, I just had it up, but, um, you know, give, give everything to God and he'll take your anxiety away. 
And that's like the, the out that people always give people with mental health. And I, I think that's uh, a crazy cop out um, for people to say. And I, I'm pretty sure they're trying to help. Right. But it's also it's not it's not helpful. It really isn't uh, because what what could happen. Right. Is if I'm not as as clean in my faith as I am right now, what I'm expecting God to do is change it immediately. You know, like give give me that power to be not not have this problem anymore. Because so, that's that's what it sounded like to me. And people are like, oh, just give it to God. And I'm like, no. But what I think it means is, you know, you could use the perspective of, okay, this gives me strength because God wants me to focus on something else and focus a little bit more. <laughs> so that that's the that's the first piece I would say. Like when when people do have a situation, uh, maybe counsel them further than just broadly stroking one verse saying give it to god because that it it unfortunately for for me and for a lot of christians that have this problem it just doesn't work like like a light switch it won't just turn off and i think some people who are not uh in their faith as hard or not in the faith at all um would feel like they were let down or god wasn't listening the second one <clears throat> would be that when you do start doing um, the research on this, a lot of therapists, there, there's an actual, um, it's not a disease, it's just like a, a thing that they call it, but basically they will, they will actually diagnose you even harder if you say that I believe in God and that's why I don't want to take medicine. It's the, cra- it's the craziest thing ever. So if you're, if you're into the faith, I would say reach out to a counselor and then when you do talk to him, just ask him where they're at with God, because that's how you can find a better counselor. Um, if that makes sense to anybody, uh, because I've, I've walked out of offices because they said they didn't believe and that's fine. I don't need the person to believe because God put them and gave them the strength to be a good counselor, but just not for me. I think that you have to have the same the same values to get the get what you want out of it. So yeah, th- those are the two things. And I hope I'm not confusing anybody, but there, there's so much to unpack in that, and we only have a certain amount of time to get through an episode. And uh, we probably will. I think we'll do like a testimony day where we get to unpack some more mental health things. And if you have anything, and if you're 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 struggling right now. Uh, allow yourself to be vulnerable. Hit us up on Back You Bible Study. We're, we don't we don't have the HIPAA thing, so I'm sorry about that. But if you <laughs> if you want some help and you, you're you're just trying to figure it out, I could tell you this: like real broad stroke, uh, ex, you know, it, when you believe in God and you believe in His power, and you believe that everybody comes with a purpose, just like Samson came with a purpose. When you believe all that, you can tie in your own purpose to why you're feeling the way you're feeling or why you're doing, um, you know, just these physical things or these mental things that, that people see as a weakness can become a strength. Man, that's a lot of words to say that. So, yeah. Um, Matt, what do you think? Yeah, Matt. <clears throat> I think a lot of things. Uh, man, uh uh, well, I, I think there's. Let me let me uh, rephrase, Matt. What do you think about what John just said? Yeah, um, it's 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 such a tricky conversation to navigate. First of all, right, because a lot of people get confused, and I call it bumper sticker theology. You see this: God will never give you more than you can handle. Mm. That's 
so far misquoted. Um, it, it's, it's a disaster for a lot of people. God's going to give you trials and burdens because he needs you to look to him for, for rescue. Um, so I think just like in the case of Samson, God gave him more than he could handle. He took his strength, took his sight, you know, made him rely on him. People who struggle with, with anything in life, um, you know, it, it, I'm not going to say it's going to make it easy, but God gives you more than you can handle because our, our goal is to look to him as our savior in multiple aspects of the word savior. Um, so yeah, I would say if someone's going through hardships, um, God won't take away the hardships, but he'll definitely give you the, uh, the grace to get through them. Um, you know, if, if we take the time to really, um, look for his help. That's, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, theologians out there even right now that, uh, this is not, uh, I think when I was growing up, um, in the, in the kind of the church circle that I was in, this was like very much looked down on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. like, oh, you're struggling with mental health or you're struggling with like depression and you're a Christian. Like, how is that even possible? Mm. Um, well, it's possible because we're, we're all sinful and we all fall short um, of, of what we're supposed to do. Um, that's why it's possible. But the difference between person A who is in that struggle is depressed and maybe not a Christian and person B is that hopefully... Uh, that person B um, is going to look to God. Like mm-hmm. you just mentioned, Matt, that's, that's going to be his rescue. He's looking to Christ. Whereas person A is not, yeah. they're going to, they're going to find, they're going to seek um, everything else other than God. They're going to seek pills. They're going to seek mm. uh, different kinds of counselors. They're going to seek everything else. Um, unfortunately, none of it's going to work. Um, you know, depression is something that yes, Christians can still struggle with. Uh, but at the end of the day, like God is, God is the answer, um, to everything, to all our struggles. Um, depression, just like mental, mental health stuff is like completely and utterly on the rise more so than ever, especially in, in, uh, the United States. Uh, the statistics are there. Um, and I would argue that the, you know, the reason it's there, um, is because we are as a country continuing to distance ourselves from God. Um, and so more and more people are going to continue to struggle with depression, but I would say to our listeners, um, take, uh, take comfort in the fact that, that these struggles are not new to our God and the same God that helped Samson through his struggles is the same God that we serve today. There is no change. Uh, He's, he's unchanging and he, he is the answer to all those struggles. Um, but we're going to have them, um, so John, thanks for uh thanks for getting vulnerable on us, bro. Yeah, Appreciate man. you. For sure. Uh, hopefully the listeners uh definitely um got something out of that. Uh just knowing that like, hey, I'm struggling with something um and it's just not new. Uh you're not the only one. So Yeah, and look just like Nate said, look over and over and over and over and over in the Bible. There's a struggle, there's a <clears throat> a call to God, and then there's a relief. Struggle, call to God, relief. And it just keeps over and over and over. And if you truly have faith in God and you have accepted him into your heart, then you're going to have that, uh, you're going to get that relief at some point, whether it's you changing your mindset as to what normal is or you changing your mindset as to who you need to be. Um, But yeah. 
appreciate it, guys. It was good. That's a wrap. That's good a wrap, combo. Yeah. That's a wrap, bro. Yeah. Well, we, like I said a million times, and I'll keep saying it, we're here to be fishers of men. Uh, we want you guys to uh, accept Jesus in your heart. If you have some friends that uh, need need uh, accepting and you're, you're struggling on that, and you need some help or you want some uh, forethought from us, just give us a holler at study at gmail.com. And we will try to get back to you as soon as possible. But there's no time like the present. Uh, this is an amazing weekend, Easter weekend, if you're listening to it now. Well, you won't be. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be like a few weeks weeks, from now. Yeah. Two or three weeks ago was Easter. Yeah. But (laughs) it's two, three weeks ago from Easter. So hopefully you brought somebody and then that person uh, is still coming to church with you, still trying to figure it out. And uh, basically I I think one of the coolest things somebody has ever said was, you know, where, where did you, where did you come from? What are you doing here? And where are you going? And I bet you that they can't answer all three. Um, So give them a place to go. And uh, yeah help them uh, accept Jesus in their heart. It's very easy. Maybe a little prayer, maybe just a little conversation with God. And then, you know, make that public profession, pull over, tell the guy at the gas station, Hey, I love Jesus Christ. Or, uh, you know, accept Jesus into my heart because he says, if you deny me in front of men, I will deny you when you get here. So just, just make it very clear. Uh, you, you heard the gospel now, so it's on you, bud. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Figure it out. All right. We'll right see you. See you next time. Later. Bye bye. <laughs>